This is an ABC podcast. We can end the climate wars. Rugged up up top, tiny little booty shorts. Oh, I sold a kidney to buy that jacket. I was riding a lot of fences. So this is it. The last hack of 2022. Can you believe it? Like, it's been a wild old ride. We've been looking back over the past week. And, oh my gosh, huge props to everyone for getting through this year. G'day, I'm Dave Marchese. This is The Shake Up on Hack. We're looking back with a big old telescope at 2022. The best and the worst. Hack. A dream comes true. Australia's Ash Barty is Wimbledon champion. Much of the northern river city of Lismore is underwater tonight. 30 years of the Koori Mail has literally been washed away. We have no electricity, but there are no Russians either. That's why we're happy. It is official. The conservatorship of Britney Spears has been terminated. On Triple Jack. Yeah, what a trip. I want to know what your thoughts are when you look back at 2022. Is it pretty positive? The year things started to get back to normal? Or has the state of the world just left you feeling pretty shit? Let me know. Call in 1300 555 It's your last chance for this year to call in and get involved with the shake-up. You can message in as well, 0439757555. And don't worry, it's not a pity party. There's actually quite a bit of good stuff that's happened this year. Maybe you missed it through all the other crap. You didn't see it. We'll get into all of that soon. But first, I've got to introduce my beautiful shake-up panel. The best team. A classic team to round out this year. All-time favourites, obviously. First, presenter, model, Christian Wilkins. How you doing? I am so happy to be here. You two are like best friends. So I'm so excited. It's like be third wheeling. Do you want to join? Do you want yeah. to be best friend too? Yeah, threesome best friend. <laughs> yes. Okay, so Christian way. has proposed a threesome for the last shake-up <laughs> of 2022. Interesting. We're taking a good turn already. And Triple J favourite, journalist, former newsreader here, Alice Matthews. Hello. Hello. And when, best friend, obviously. When you said presenter, I almost said hello. And then you said model, model and I just like, down, down, and I backed away. <laughs> you thought I was talking about you. Hey, you could be a model. No. Let's let's not talk about that. Hey guys, my screen just went blank, but that's okay. We don't need technology. We're all good. We're What's all the good. Final show without a few tech errors. Exactly. You know what? You were actually on the final hack of last year, Alice. I was, I was thinking back on that, and pretty chaotic time we've had since then, but it's all good. It's all good. So how are you feeling this year compared to last year? I mean, I to be honest, in a lot of ways, feel like. 2020 has just been going for t- two years. It's sort of just <laughs> right? dragged it out. Is it stopped. even a different yeah. year? It never stopped. I know. Well, we're going to get into a few of those things because some things people might think, oh, that was that Was, was this that year? this year? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We do have a bit of ground to cover. I'm keen to hear from all of you listening. Let's go. Hack. Diesel petrol, yeah. It's 2.45 now. I remember when it was $1.40. Cassius was a teddy bear, or as the boys would say, a big friendly giant. On Triple J. Yeah, look, we're not going to sugarcoat this. We had a few rough years and then 2022 came along, gave the others a run for their money. It kicked off with a bang. Literally, we saw war and things intensified pretty quickly. Hack reporter April McLennan's been looking back on the chaos of the past year. As we go to air tonight, Ukraine is under full-scale Russian assault. Explosions and air raid sirens have been heard in several Ukrainian cities, including the capital. The year started off with Russia's invasion, and since then, almost 7,000 Ukrainian civilians have been killed and more than 10,000 injured. We won't go back! We won't go back! We won't go back. My body, my body. 
The United States Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, erasing the constitutional right to abortion. I'm not defeated. We're going to be fighting back. We're going to be fighting like hell. But it is absolutely terrifying. Back home, the alleged murder of 15-year-old Aboriginal boy Cassius Turvey broke the hearts of Australians. My boy talks to me every day through my heart and tells me what I need to do. He told me to find his first-year school report. And I guess it sums up that he died a leader. And floods took the country by storm. Nobody should have to live through this. Medibank and Optus were hacked. Hunt down the scumbags who are responsible for these malicious crimes against innocent people. And we're facing massive inflation and a cost of living crisis. Interest rate hikes to petrol price increases. Bad news though for borrowers and families. The biggest jump in consumer prices in two decades. But it wasn't all bad. A four year immigration tussle for the Nardazalingam family is over. They were granted the right to permanently stay in Australia and have returned to their home at Biloela. Feeling is just very happy, safe my life, my girl's life is safe. Copyright restrictions on the Aboriginal flag were scrapped. All Australians can use it and Aboriginal people can use it without payment or fear or permission. Um, it's a great day. And Britney Spears won her freedom after 13 years. It is official, the conservatorship of Britney Spears has been terminated. In sport, we also had plenty of wins. Ash Barty became the first Aussie woman in more than 40 years to take out the Australian Open. Ash, how did you celebrate? Oh, it was pretty quiet, actually. I was pretty wrecked, so I just um, had, had a couple of beers and I was in bed. And Australia led a thrilling World Cup campaign. It's in for Australia. Craig Goodwin scores his second goal at the World Cup finals and there's still hope. Yep, there's still hope that 2023 will be your year. If 2022 kind of sucks. Pat on Triple J. Oh, yeah, very mixed bag there, isn't it? We've got some messages already coming through. Someone says, oh, I'm an amazing report. It is cool to kind of see it all put together like that. Another person says April McLennan is a national hero. I agree. She did a great job finding out the best and worst of 2022. How are you feeling about it? What's your best and worst? Maybe it's not national or international news headlines, but maybe they're things that really impacted you. Let me know. Call in 1300 055536. You can message in as well 0439757555. Time to get into this with our Shake Up crew, presenter Christian Wilkins, journalist Alice Matthews. Christian, is there one event that really sticks out for you for 2022? that you're going to look back and, and remember when you think of this year? Yeah, I think Roe vs. Wade really kind of stuck with me. Mm. Um, I think as a queer person, we've kind of often looked to women to be a very safe place for us. And it's been a very encouraging environment that a lot of queer people have been able to turn to it is women as a whole. And I think for people to turn around and try and dictate to women what they can do with their bodies, is just, I mean, it's obviously disgusting and upsetting and... I, I mean, I know that I'm not a woman. I know that I don't even live in America. But still, that's probably the one event that emotionally took its biggest toll for me. And for people all around the world, it wasn't just Americans. It was We saw protests everywhere and the flow-on effects here in Australia as well. Alice, what about you? That's what I was about to say, the protests and the resistance, because I know before Roe versus Wade, the actual landmark decision, in the lead-up to that or before before that, there was a group called the Janes, I don't know if you heard of them, who would just work underground to help women access 
safe abortions. And after that, after Roe versus Wade was overturned, a group sort of in the spirit of that has also come up. So we have this amazing resistance and there was this quote that stood out so much from from one of the people in that group and it was, there's a saying, when injustice becomes law, resistance becomes mandatory and we are that resistance. Yeah, wow. It's powerful stuff. I mean, there were so many big stories that dominated the headlines happening internationally, like not in Australia, but they impacted us here. One of those was the war in Ukraine. Mm. I mean, and it's hard to even think like how crazy that that invasion happened this year. It feels like it was happening for so much longer. And of course, the war itself, Ukrainians will say we've been fighting this Mm. for many years. Do you think it changed the world, Alice? Absolutely. Even, I mean, in the most fundamental way, in the fact that you're seeing war, we have a dear friend, an old friend who turned 100 this year, who lives in Poland. And she, in her, in, in like her wildest dreams, did not think that she would have to see another war. Yeah. And I mean, in that huge way, it impacts us. And then it obviously impacts us in, in the, the supply chain, like something from, from something as small as that to something as big as us just feeling the weight of a war. And then the fact that, you know, petrol, uh, wheat, which a quarter of the wheat comes from Ukraine and Russia. So it, it's, it has absolutely changed the world, shifted the world. And I just, I can't, it's so hard to watch the other thing was that it was a stark contrast so soon after COVID. Like if you remember during COVID mm-hmm. when that was initially happening, it felt like during the lockdowns when we didn't know what was going on and how this would all play out, that the world was kind of united against this common enemy. And people, there's a lot of commentary around that. Did it surprise you, Christian, that this happened, this war so soon after that, that the world very quickly moved on into a really violent place again. Yeah, definitely. I think that in a way we were almost distracted by the enormity of COVID. You know, Mm. it was very much the thing that was guiding all of our lives. So we kind of missed the underlying tentacles of this war. I was reading a book called Sapiens and they were talking about how humans are on an upwards trajectory because we haven't had a war in quite some, well, a war like this in quite some time. But I'm like, what does that now mean for us? Like, have we plateaued? Are we going backwards? Like, as a whole race like if this is the consequences of the actions of a few people uh, what does this mean for us all you know and it's it's really upsetting to see all those images and think about the fact that this is the reality for so many people right now yeah it makes you lose faith in humanity in a lot of ways and i mean vladimir putin out there Mm. kind of threatening nuclear war is that something that you think a bit about alice those kinds of threats or you try and block it out a bit and not focus too much on it just to get through the daily grind of life. I definitely don't block it out. My partner and I were just talking about it actually on the way here. I drove I drove here. And it's it's just to me the frightening thing is that this one person, this one ego, can completely change the world in in the worst way possible because he wants to what reinstate some kind of empire. That's what worries me the most. Mm. It also, um, yeah, it also just really kind of um, brought a lot of people together in a weird way, like a lot of countries sort of united in a way they Mm -hmm. hadn't before, Mm -hmm. which was also bizarre to see. 
We've got a lot of messages coming through. Someone says, Jesus, guys, I'm going to need a whiskey with all of this content. <laughs> Another person says, best thing about 2022 was the rise of Christian Wilkins and oh, the diversity he represents. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. Got a lot That's of very kind. love for Christian on the Triple J text line. Someone else says, gosh, listening to that, 2022 wasn't a great year, was it? Let's hope 2023 is better. There were some good things and we're going to get to those a bit later. Also, I love how, Alice, you were talking about your friend who's 100 years old. Yes. Being a friend of yours, I know you have a great ability to collect friends all over <laughs> the world and it does not surprise me at all that someone as young as you would say, yeah, my 100-year-old friend. Do you know what? I can't claim Helena Beaver completely. That is definitely a friend through my partner. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Look, there were other big stories that were pretty hectic, pretty heavy this year. The floods, obviously, back home here in Australia. It just kept getting worse and worse. Mm. Disasters mm. everywhere. Is this just what we have to get used to now, Christian? Like, how? what were you thinking when you were watching all of this unfold? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing to think about the fact that, you know, we've had floods, we've had fires, yes. we've had a plague. Oh, like, we kind of just need a bunch of locusts to come in and then the four horsemen. Mm. That's it, right? Yeah, um, yeah I mean, it, it's devastating, you know, especially after the past few years that everyone's had. It wasn't that long ago that we were talking about droughts, you know, yeah. and now for this to come through and for people to go through so much and still have all of their land ruined at a time that should be prosperous after COVID, after the fires, it's it again, it's very upsetting. It's kind of weird for young people now growing up because especially younger children, because they will have memory of all of these, as Christian said, horrible disasters in quick succession. When it used to be, oh yeah, the last drought was, you know, 20 years ago, or whatever, the last big one. Now these young people will be like, oh, I remember the worst bushfires, the mm. worst floods, the worst drought on record. It just got to a point where some areas were being hit by floods for like the fourth time in a year. And you just, I just could not fathom that this was happening again. It's like, can, can't they just catch a break? Do you reckon, Alice, that people get numb to what's happening? Because right now there's flooding in South Australia, mm. but there's probably people across the country who aren't as up to date with what's happening there because there's been so much flooding across the country. Do you think it is pretty normal for people to be like, I can't take this anymore, like it's just so much? Absolutely. And I think it's it's probably at some points healthy to actually switch off when you need to because we all have our capacity and when your own life is very difficult for whatever reasons and then you're also taking on the burdens of, of the world, it can be very hard. So I, I understand that completely if you do need to switch off. It's probably not a bad thing. But small comfort for the communities going through it. That's the other thing. If you are experiencing those disasters... You know, it might be pretty upsetting to know that you're not getting as much attention as other communities or how, however you look at it. We've got some more messages coming through. Someone says, the revolution in Iran, women, life, freedom. Yeah. You know, that's another big story that happened. Someone else says, not to mention snow in Victoria in December, a sign of things to come. Another person with their very personal bad news wrote my car off in March just after crossing the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Ah, oh. oh, so annoying. You um, it scenic where you stop. <laughs> Yeah. This is what we need, more positive. Yeah. Christian's always a glass half full kind of person. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to know, like it, it, things like the cost of living as well, that was huge this year, especially for young people. What kind of impact has that had on you personally? What are you skimping on? Um, what's been really difficult for you? Let us know, 0439757555. This is a big one, Alice, like inflation, mm -hmm. sending prices through the roof. What impact do you reckon all this is having on young people? Oh, my gosh. So I've, I've 
heard stories of young people who have got maybe double degrees, have spent years studying, done done their time, done all of their experience, and they're still having to take odd jobs wherever they can and and stop their subscription services and start skimping on all of these different things. And it, it really shouldn't be that way. I think I can totally, absolutely take a moment to acknowledge my privilege here. I was able to buy a house recently, which I'm so, so lucky to do and which I wouldn't have been able to do had it not been my childhood home and, and I got help. That was very lucky. To see the interest that we're we're paying it's it's really like oh it floors yeah. me yeah and and i'm lucky i'm very lucky do you reckon christian that there's not enough attention on the fact that so many people are doing it tough and we know for instance of course like pensioners really struggling but young people just seem to sometimes miss out on some of the attention from politicians and stuff even though they are the ones who are trying to get their lives started and what kind of impact does that have on you when you're trying to start your life and you're going through such difficulties oh totally i think that so many young people are reduced to this like whinging teenager kind of concept and it's like oh but you don't understand how lucky you had it but it's the world is pretty cooked right now we just listen to it and this is just one of the things and I think that when you go through life and you are struggling and you are pushing and you've got so many things bearing down on you and then something as simple as like buying groceries is difficult like how do you continue going on do you know what is so wild to me is that even though this coat like young people actually have so much potential and power to change elections, change yep. votes, shake up our parliament. And and still there's they're being overlooked. It's just I don't understand. Hey, we've got some more messages coming through. Someone says Australia can't catch a break. Before COVID we had the worst bushfires and then the next two years so many floods. Do you think that the way our political leaders are handling these situations, when we look at natural disasters, for example, they're becoming better? Like, do you look at how the reaction to the flood situation and think, well, that was a lot better than the uh, how we reacted to the bushfires a few years ago? I don't know. Well, Albo's not in Hawaii, so that's, <laughs> that's something. A start. I mean, I know for a few areas there, the time it took to declare a national disaster was too long. Mm. There's no two ways about that. And I think our politicians need to be better at doing that. Someone on the text line says, remember pre-COVID when the biggest issue for young people was pill testing? How petty is that <laughs> scene now? Or Gladys putting the lockout laws. <laughs> oh, yeah, the lockouts. I mean, everyone was locked out for a while, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> she right. finally got a wish. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. A worldwide lockout. All right, guys, we can't go on and on with this bad news. Time to switch it up. You're listening to Hack. Forget carbon neutral. Tasmania has gone carbon negative. Another victory for the Aboriginal flag on Triple J. Yeah, if you were just reading the top news headlines every day, you'd be forgiven for thinking it's all turning to shit. I get it. It's not, though. There's also been a lot of good news around, and maybe you missed it. So we need to talk about these good things. And I know that you like it when we talk about the good stuff. You say, more of this, please. More positivity. (laughs) I want to know, what made your year? What incredible news did you get, personally? And who made your year? You know, you're never going to hear me ever again doing a call-out for shout-outs on Hack. It's not going to happen. <laughs> but today, we're throwing the rules out the window. We're doing the call-out. If there's someone special that turned your year around, let me know who it was and why. What did they do? Call in one 555 You can message in too, 0439 Time to get in at 
with our shake-up crew, Christian Wilkins, Alice Matthews. Alice, was there anything that made your year? My daughter, I think. I have a 15-month-old. Oh, that's a big one, I guess. And, you know, <laughs> watching a little personality develop is, is a pretty remarkable thing. She's a little hurricane. And my partner, Carlo. Actually, oh. we got engaged this year. <laughs> oh, congratulations. <laughs> so that, that happened. Very believable. Yeah, that was kind of the second one. I get it. <laughs> um, Christian, what about you? Um, well, my baby also returns tonight and that's Ark Sydney, <laughs> which is very exciting. Um, don't get me wrong, I will be going home after this and eating porridge by myself, but I will be there next weekend. Hey, we got the club happening. That's good. You know, everyone's baby's different, Christian. Exactly. Um, do you reckon we're getting better at focusing on the smaller good things in life, Alice. Like, there was a lot of attention on this during the COVID years, obviously. Oh, just pick the little things you had to because there was nothing else positive in the world. Do you think out of that, out of the lockdowns and stuff, that generally in life we're better at pinpointing Mm -hmm. the little things that make us happy and bring us joy? That the little things are the big things. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is what the past few years have taught us, is that they're not actually little at all. Something as simple as having a friend understand you or um, seeing a 95-year-old win best new, Ari, best new Artist at the Latin Grammys. Like, the little things matter more than we ever gave it. thing? Oh, oh, gosh, that's so... I think when my daughter says bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty cute. What about when I say it, bum? <laughs> You're like, it's just creepy when you do it. Oh, we got some messages coming through. Someone says, got married to my best friend. Oh. Together for years and married in the first half of this year. That is very sweet. Someone else says, on a positive note, I met a bunch of legends this year and I've been doing a lot to work on my mental health through this year. That's great to hear. I'm so happy for you. That's excellent. And another person says permanent employment. That will do it. That's all we need these days is a bit <laughs> of solid of em- <laughs> solid employment. <laughs> Sorry we're not paying you for this, Alice. That's just full disclosure there. Um, we got some shout-outs as well. Someone says shout-out to the man dealing with my car finance, struggling financially and was stressed about being $2,000 behind. Turns out I'm $2,000 in front. <laughs> Rachel from Newey, great oh, yeah. news there. Wow. That's a huge win. What are we expecting for the next year? Christian, is there stuff that you're hoping to see in the world or just personally, like what are, what are we hoping might come out of the year ahead? I feel like um, we're definitely moving towards a more diverse and accepting environment for all people in different matters of life, um, whether that's the workplace, social place, et cetera, et cetera. And I hope that we continue that trajectory because mm. that's fantastic and it's amazing to see so much more representation than we ever really have before and to create places for people so that they know that they belong. I mean, that is priceless. Do you notice personally, Christian, when you're looking at this kind of stuff that it's just escalating in a really good way, like year to year, if you look at where we are now and then you compare it to a couple of years ago in terms of safe spaces for people and making people feel welcome in the community... Is it a big a difference that you've noticed? Absolutely. And I know personally I, I get my fair share of shitty comments, but the good definitely outweigh the bad. And it's so amazing to kind of see people reach out and create spaces mm. for everyone and really kind of celebrate love and individuality. I think that that's amazing. You know what? You don't get any shitty comments on the Triple J text line. It's all <laughs> love for you. I'm looking at it right now. We've got so many messages coming through. Someone says, shout out to my partner, Michael, who has supported me through being diagnosed with alopecia. I've lost all my hair, but he doesn't let me feel any less beautiful in his eyes. Oh. That's gorgeous. Someone else says, finally back home with my partner after a 
long two years distance. You're so right. The little things are the big things. And finally kissing someone at the airport has oh. made me. Oh. Yeah. Stop, Stop it. it. I actually Stop will it. Cry. Now I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. We're going to go to someone. <laughs> Maddie in Lismore is on the line. Maddie, please do not make me cry. <laughs> Hello. My name is Maddie. I'm from Lismore and Widgeable, Wyable country. And I just wanted to share how the amazing First Nations-led recovery effort and all the community support after the flood absolutely made my year after the devastating floods here. So grateful for them. I bet you. Thank you. I bet you are, Maddie. And how are things how are things going up there? Yeah, I mean the community is definitely still getting back on its feet. It takes a long time after big disasters like that. Mm. But there's a lot of community spirit, shops are reopening and people are still helping each other and it's beautiful. Hi Maddie, so good to hear. Thank you so much for yeah, calling us. Thank you. We thank you so much. It. We've got some more messages coming through. Someone says, getting a Chrissy card from one of my students saying that I helped them more than just teaching them. They had a hard year and the support I gave really helped them through. Beautiful. <gasps> Kieran, I just got approved for long service leave as a casual nurse after a one-month wow. battle and initially knocked back. So looking forward to some paid yes. leave. You've earned it. Absolutely. That's a lot of service. Another person, my partner didn't have any reason to celebrate New Year's as her family didn't do anything for it. So I proposed to her at midnight <sighs> with fireworks. <sighs> so we have our anniversary for every new year. What a special and way. And free fireworks. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Imagine going to any like fancy restaurant or whatever and then the big display coming out at yeah. midnight. That is gorgeous. Do you have a favourite moment? Oh, Christian always does this and I always <laughs> forget to. <laughs> He's very good. I'll give him that. One day he will host this show. Um, I, it was just, the drive team asked me this earlier. I think it was just getting back to my friends and being in a spot where I was able to just call up a mate and say, hey, are you free to have a chat now or like go and have a little picnic or go sit down and do do something really small but really personal because I really miss that, you know, over the past couple of years, like so many people, I reckon. We'll go to another caller. Christopher's on the line. Hey, Christopher, what's what's good? Um, what good has happened to you? What are you happy what's about? Good? <laughs> what's oh, good? God. Sorry, I'm trying to cry. I'm not crying right now. Um, Chris. So, um, so last year I came out of them. Non-binary and this job I've had through this whole year, especially with my manager, um, Saran Kanor and Sam, um, he and everyone else has helped me feel loved. Oh, Christopher, um, Sam to your man, your manager Sam. I can I, I can tell that this has been a really big and emotional journey, but mm-hmm. hey, props to you. This yeah, is incredible. I've, this is like a life-changing stuff and what a huge year for you mm, and I'm, and someone who means a lot to you, who did something really yeah. special. Yeah, I'm moving on next year, sadly, though, but I'm been good. Hey. But still, you take that energy with yeah, you exactly. everywhere you yeah. go. <laughs> That's yeah. the point. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Christopher, thank you. We appreciate you calling in and sharing your story. Another person, getting a Chrissy card from one of my students. Oh, that's the same one I read before. (laughs) Sorry, pretend I didn't do that. Another person says, Christian, you have the most wonderful voice. Oh, thank you. We all know that. Alice, how are we feeling going into next year? Are you excited? Are you nervous? I am excited. I think it's going to be a a massive year to have this referendum on the Indigenous Voice to Parliament and I think it's time we had those huge conversations and I can only hope that they, they're they just 
based on what we share in common and not what divides us. I think a beautiful story had a friend visiting me and her four-year-old son was in the car on the way and said, oh, what country does Alice live on? And this is a four-year-old. And I was like, I live on Ngunnawal country. And it was just... I think an amazing moment for me to know the potential of of where we could be at. Hey, we've got a big year ahead. I know that I was saying that I was going to tell you about some good news. There is some good news that we've missed this year. I want to just quickly, briefly, melanoma vaccine trial happening. That's huge. Melanoma, the most common cancer in young Australians, they're now trialling a vaccine that could end all of that devastation. A boost in renewable energy in the final quarter of last year, meaning we're going towards that being the largest contributor to Australia's energy generation. Tasmania becoming carbon negative. Mm. Researchers saying that, yeah, they're removing more carbon than they, uh, than they emit. That's because they're cutting back on logging. Melbourne begins the first trial for a male contraceptive. There's so much good news. But... Scotland, first country to give women free tampons and pads. Oh, That's true. Yeah. Saw that one as well. <laughs> Hey, guys, big thanks to our Shake Up crew, presenter, social media identity, Christian Wilkins. Thank you so much for a huge year. Thank you so much for having me on in your last show. No, it's always very, and very... congratulations to you for a huge year. Well, I'm about to get to that because I've got a lot of thank yous I've got to say. Alice Matthews, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thank you for seeing us through the past couple of years, Dave. You're amazing. Oh, thanks, Al. And a time for a big shout-out, as always, to the hardworking hat crew. We've covered a lot of ground this year, and I tell you, I couldn't be prouder of this team. Every day they come in here, they slug their guts out to bring you the best. And I might be a bit biased, but I reckon we do a pretty good job. (laughs) I couldn't do it without my incredible team. Thank you to all of the reporters, everyone who's contributed this year. Shalila Medora, of course, Ellie Grounds, April McLennan, Angel Parsons, James Pertill, Meghna Bali, Maddie King, Kimberly Price, Claudia Long filling in in Pali, Edwina Story as well. Joe Lauder for not only brilliant reporting this year, but also jumping in here to fill in. Ange McCormack, MVP, always behind the mic when I couldn't be with you. We love you, Ange. My boys behind the glass, senior producer Serge Negus, AJ Williams as well, could not do it without you guys. I love you. And an extra big shout-out to the big boss, executive producer Claire Bloomer, who holds this together. Hardest job around. She's done an amazing job. We'll be back next year. We'll catch you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.